All right, everybody, welcome back to the Agents of Comic Book Podcast. I am Paul Christian. And I am Eric Jackson. That's right. And we're back. We're gonna this time we're gonna start digging in for another one of our longer series. We've been doing kind of a lot of one-offs. Gotta dig in. Um we're gonna do a three-episode series here on Birds of Prey as we lead up to the new movie that's coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh Harley Quinn and the Fam I don't know the whole title. Harley Quinn and meets the Birds of Prey and they have a fun time, is what the title is. <laughs> Honestly, like why even have that? What's what wrong the, with Birds of Prey? Or are Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey? Like, do they are they like just trying to put that much more emphasis on well, this Harley is, Quinn? Yeah, no, that's obviously what it is. I think because okay. Harley Quinn is the star. This movie wouldn't be being made without Harley Quinn. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, get that, and obviously she's the biggest draw, right? Of, like, at least recognition wise, right? So I think a lot of people like go go into this seeing all the trailers and whatnot are kind of a like a lot of people are like, well, this isn't even a Birds of Prey movie; it's a Harley Quinn. And I'm like, you wouldn't be getting a Birds of Prey movie without Harley Quinn. So yeah, it's like I think you got to take what you. Can get to start with you got to get your foot in the door right and and a lot of it might just be marketing too like we might exactly be, we might just be seeing harley in the trailers because that's what sells and ex- and yeah that's what's gonna put uh like butts in the seats right that doesn't necessarily reflect runtime exactly yeah, yeah so we'll so it, we'll have to see when we get to it yeah i'm excited for it yeah because the book we're going to be covering today is going to be gail simone's birds of prey run which is i think what most people would agree is the definitive birds of prey book okay because um, yeah this started at like 56 so this had been going on for a little yeah, bit chuck dixon had a couple volumes before this which i'm not a big fan of but they're okay. all right um i mean to be honest the book was about to be canceled before gail simone took over oh, so okay she saved the birds of prey and especially black canary from like hmm. being canceled and who knows maybe like never even being taken seriously again was black canary like kind of an obscure character before yeah this? black canary had been around for a long time because she's part of like the justice society like one of those old school characters mm-hmm. um but the character like had not been taken seriously for a long time and pretty much it, the way gail puts it the, the character had just been used as like a um, like a rescue, like, you know, yeah. a damsel, yeah, pretty yeah. much just for Green Arrow to go and rescue. Exactly, yeah. Like, all of her, like, there weren't really any iconic stories of her just going in and being a badass and doing cool things. Okay. So Gail Simone, like, saw, recognized, like, this is a character I love, like, why is nobody writing these stories? And then finally yeah, yeah. gave totally. her, like, a place to stand out. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, if this is your first time joining us, if you just jumped in maybe for the first episode of this series, uh, welcome. <laughs> but yeah. uh, what we do basically is every month we, or every week, uh, every month too, but five times yeah. a month. <laughs> yeah, well, sometimes four. <laughs> yes, four four to five times a month we will <laughs> gather uh, every Monday and review one comic book arc every week and we'll break down just kind of what we thought about it and the breakdown of the issue itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't necessarily have to have read the books. We'll break it down so you can understand what's going on, but I would recommend it. Oh, yeah. Because um, it's kind of, we want to do this sort of like a book club where you can also like write in if you want to or just hit us up on Twitter just to let us know what you think of the books. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow us at Agents of podcast because we're uh pretty active on there but you know you can always get in contact with us find out what we're reading to stay ahead um or just you know hit us up with stuff we actually had someone on twitter send us a comic book they had created um which is yeah it's cool. awesome about that yeah uh connor tierney uh he had he's writing and drawing a book called uh kid eastwood which he shared with me which was i, I liked it a lot actually really um but it's it's really good stuff and the story is kind of about uh how like it's about like a kid like learning how to be better at something without expecting to be an expert right away okay so i was like oh this is kind of like a good message too for like you know not only younger superheroes but people who are trying to like learn how to do anything yeah yeah totally because like it just takes practice like over time like lots of time is uh is eastwood just random or is that like a clint eastwood thing does it um, kind of tie in with Westerns? no i don't think it ties in with clint <laughs> Eastwood. The, okay. The character. I was picturing it being like a little cowboy. Oh no! The, the character design—he kind of looks like the Flash almost. But okay. I, I think there was almost like a Power Girl joke because instead of a boob window, he has an ab window. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I thought that was pretty cool how he just like, shared that for your charge. Uh, you know, I'm happy to give yeah, him a shout out on here. Yeah, that's awesome. I mm-hmm. always like to see stuff like that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, so if you want to hit us up on Twitter, definitely follow us. We always follow you back, too. Um, oh, yeah. Just because this is going to be an inclusive book club. We're not above you. And uh, oh, yeah. let me know if you don't want me to follow you because I'll unfollow you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who would, but yeah, you never maybe, know. Yeah, maybe it's like, I, this is my private stuff. I don't <laughs> want you to see my private stuff. Well, I mean, some people actually are. I think you can have it where you can't follow them unless they like accept it or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. so. I don't know. I guess <laughs> it's not like we're going to invade your Twitter. Yeah, I'm not going to stalk you too much. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, one thing I wanted to call out too uh, that's going to be coming up too is uh, this book that we're covering, like I said, is written by Gail Simone. And mm-hmm. she's actually yeah, going yeah. to be at C2E2. Uh, we're going to C2E2 at the end of February. Yep. Coming up here. So that'll be interesting because a lot of the creators whose books we're going to be talking about 
that we've already talked about and will talk about are going to be there. So yeah, we'll Donnie actually, Cates. Yep, Dale. Donnie Cates. We talked about his uh, Silver Surfer run earlier, so we'll be able to meet him. And yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm going to get my Silver Surfer number one signed by him, which I'm excited about. Nice. Um, because I actually have the, the one on your wall right there. Yep, I have nice. it signed by Tread Mora already, just not by Donnie Cates. Oh hell yeah! Um, so that that'll be so Donnie With Chad Mora. What? What? What's his name? Trad Moore. Oh, okay. I thought you said I thought there was a Mora. I was like, is that Dan Mora's like brother? No, we read the book. You got to learn. learn I know. These creators. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't memorize the artist. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna meet. Uh, so it'll be cool because while we're going over this Gail Simone Birds of Prey book, we can like, if we have any questions that we want to to ask about it, we can just like ask her when we're at the con. Yeah. Not, not that we couldn't just ask her on Twitter or something, but you know, it'll be cool to actually meet these people. Yeah, get a face to face. It's right. a lot cooler. But yeah, that'll actually line up nice because we're going to try to get it somewhere. We're going to record that Last Birds of Prey episode. Or no, will it be the Well, no, that's going to be... Uh, okay, I don't know why I'm beating around the bush. We're going to read Lock and Key. <laughs> so we're just going to keep it. Yeah, no, I, I want to... I, I thought about it, but I'm like, if people want to read that exactly, ahead of yeah, time... Exactly, yeah, they can get caught up. Yeah, we're going to do a Lock and Key series. So we're going to... And Joe Hill is also going to be at C2E2, mm-hmm. so... That'll be interesting. We'll be able to talk with him as well while we're doing the the Lock and Key series. Yeah, while while awesome. the show is out too, the show will be out by then too. Yep. Uh, so I, I, and I think I'm, I'm I don't know if I'm going to record too much stuff at C2E2. I am going to bring a microphone just in case we want to do like a quick thing or like you know kind of give our thoughts live from the floor. I know but it's too I, bad we don't have that Zoom still. Well, I I thought about that, but I don't want to like actually like interview creators on the floor yeah i there are people who do that and maybe that's fine maybe that's normal i don't know but i just would feel uncomfortable like while they're just like basically at work i know (laughs) it it feels like it feels a little shoving a microphone in their face yeah Yeah. like what do you think about this like oh i'm 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 kind of i'm ready for lunch i don't know (laughs) yeah but but i mean it's like at the same time that's what people are doing all day yeah i don't know just without a mic maybe it's normal i guess there's probably different schools of thoughts on it but yeah i mean plus i mean it's not like we have to we can always just remember what they say part of it is free free publicity i guess to an extent but i don't know yeah um i don't know <laughs> yeah. i'm sure it differs for everyone that's what i mean so yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna like ask the questions and then we can repeat them off air like yeah, same yeah. thing uh but without further ado yeah we're gonna be talking about this this first arc of the gail simone birds of prey run which is issues 56 through 61 so we're gonna be talking about that we talked about how this book starts at number 56 but it's a pretty good jumping on point for anybody it pretty it sets up the status quo pretty well yeah it does because we see black canary kind of like in a hood uh waiting on the side of the road in the pouring rain and in her ear is oracle uh barbara gordon uh acting as her uh the the, the girl in the chair you know on the computers did we bring up who the who did the artist oh uh, yeah the art the art in this book is done by uh ed bennis as yeah. well really um, good the art's pretty good. I do have a little bit of problems with how he draws female anatomy anatomy because it's a little off. I mean, what year is this? Like, oh, I is don't this know. Is this like 90s? No, this is like 2000 something. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it was 2004, 2005. I mean, regardless of what year but, it is, I mean, women have never looked like that. <laughs> I, well, it's your typical like over-accentuated know, but, female form. Well, it's not just over-sexualized. It's like not drawn. Not over-sexualized, just over-accentuated. Like, yeah, it's the features like, are just kind of accented. But that it's like literally not drawn right, though. It's like well, yeah, thing. but look at look at every like male superhero. You're telling me that's possible without steroids well, or like it, it, even it, physically possible? Well, sure, it's physically possible. It's, it's, not, it's literally not anatomically correct. These women have like itsy bitsy waist and like to me it wasn't that jarring unless like like i, I wasn't super focused uh, on no it. if we go back through the panels i'll show you some that are, like, oh i'm sure if i really take a deep dive because there because there's panels of like black canary like just like diving in front of something and her butt like her oh, whole yeah. body will be turned one way and the butt will turn towards the camera like twisting her whole body like the exorcist so that yeah. way we can see the butt <laughs> oh yeah he definitely focused on the butts and the boobs like even when her butt should be facing away from the frame <laughs> her body will contort until it turns to the camera. Hey man, she's gotta she's gotta get that that twist. Yeah, you gotta, gotta get break, that movement. You gotta break your spine until your butt can turn to any direction. You gotta like be a, like a cat. You gotta make yourself perfectly flat so you can fit under a door. No, Ed Bennis women are like if an owl could turn its head 360, except these are women <laughs> who can just, turn their butt 360. <laughs> <laughs> oh god that's disturbing but that that's the part that like it, it makes me mad because ed bennis is a good artist so if he would just like try to draw women accurately he'd be perfect i mean I, yeah i guess so it's like that's like the one thing that's holding him back it's like just I don't know. Stop being. I just horny. see it as like they make all the male superheroes super ripped and cut. So like, but why? I don't. But like, I, no. But I. I know what you're saying. But like the men in this book are drawn like like has a human looks. Like they're proportionally correct, even if they are like the most jacked a person could I don't be. Know, Savant's got a pretty slim waist for how big his shoulders and chest are. But I mean, that's <laughs> well, right. But that's not a thing for like male beauty is yeah. having a tiny waist. 
Well, you got to have that natural V. Because <laughs> the thing is, like, there's a whole, there, there is an aspect to drawing a superhero where it's like, you, you want to be peak physical condition, or mm-hmm. like, you want to be a, like, that, that's part of the power fantasy is being oh, yeah. like a perfect human. Yeah, yeah. But being a perfect human doesn't mean you're like a space lizard who can turn <laughs> 360 hey, degrees. Maybe it's combat, like, effective too. You never know. Yeah, I guess you got to break your spine. I'll roll with it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, because, like, when he draws, like, art, like, like especially in these in this first couple issues where it's pouring rain this whole night, mm-hmm. like, it looks great because, like, the, the rain is, like, bouncing off their bodies. Yep. So it's, like, all the other stuff I have, like, no problem with. It's, like, just fix that one thing and you, <laughs> it's perfect. Because well, it's not just this book, too. It's every book he does, okay. to be yeah, fair. Yeah, I'm, I'm just not familiar with He, he does with a him. Red Lantern book where, like, there's this Red Lantern called Blease, and she is just drawing. It's, like, disgusting. How she, <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Oh, so, like, this is the thing he's known for, too. Okay. So. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so we open up and Black Canary is like in this hood in the pouring rain and there's uh black, uh, Oracle, uh, Barbara Gordon is in her ear giving her intel. And, uh, so she's kind of like her woman in the chair giving her like tips. Cause she, this is kind of like, this is before the internet became like super, super the internet. Like mm-hmm. this is, so this is like, she's on looking at these old school looking computers kind of like going through, like I have security yeah. cameras everywhere. This is like Windows XP days. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Cause Oracle like is, is she's Batgirl again now in current continuity. But if she was Oracle these days, it'd be even cooler. Cause you, oh, yeah. she'd have access to so much more. More. Yeah, she'd be able to hook up to satellites in like a second. Yeah, smartphones. Yeah. Because, yeah. um, I mean, anyone can hook up to Google Street View and all that junk. Right. So, like, imagine what she could hack into. Because smartphones aren't a thing in this run. If you look later on in this run, uh, you see in, in uh, Huntress using a flip phone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like it'd be somewhat close to something like The Dark Knight where, you know, Batman uses... His like uh, the back computer like use everyone's cell phones as like pings to use it as like three D tracking and stuff like that. Right, exactly. So like I've, it'd be probably something very similar to that. Pounce is being a very naughty gogum right yeah, now. Yeah, while while you were talking, <laughs> the cat was like walking through our recording. I'm like, <laughs> he like almost stepped on the mixer. Yeah, he like walked right up to your mic. He's like, well, actually. <laughs> Black Canary's pretending to be a hitchhiker, mm-hmm. but this person who they have is targeted because he's committing like tax fraud or like. Yeah. Uh, so they're. It's kind of funny because like as soon as you see the character she's getting into the car with, it just looks like your stereotypical just like mustached villain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like who is this guy in his suit? Yeah, yeah. And it turns out, yeah, he's just doing. He's not like a super villain. He's no, just no. he's doing like uh, like tax fraud, like you know, skimming dollars off the side, you yeah, know, yeah, stuff like that. And it's to the point where like Black Canary goes through this whole mission and like you know acts like a badass and black him and she's like i like puts the fear of god into him like yeah you're, you're gonna stop this right now it's really awesome yeah and she threatens him with uh oracle because he's she's like oracle is always watching you she knows everything about you like your life will be ruined if you don't listen to what we're doing mm-hmm. um and as black canary's leaving the mission she's almost like did we is this like what we should be doing like this doesn't seem like superhero stuff yeah like this is like this guy like seemed like kind of like like he was sure he's like doing crimes yeah, this kind of just seems like over the top intimidation right he's like yeah he's doing crimes but this isn't like saving lives mm-hmm. you know what i mean like this is i don't know if this is our purview yep like we're just getting we're just like fixing someone's like 401k that he skimmed from right and i think barbara's point is like well this might not be like like th- like it, lives are affected in some way by yeah all of this. there's a like, trickle right so she, barbara's like no like we're doing the right thing this mm-hmm. is fine um, but then the twist comes around where later on, after they're meeting up back at the clock tower, that which is the Birds of Prey headquarters, um, they, which awesome hideout for, like for uh, superhero it, hideout, it's a great choice. Oh, it's cool because it looks <laughs> awesome too because it's like all the computers and you see like the inside of the clock and all the gears, yeah, which looks really cool. I just realized too, like that's it, they had that in Arkham Knight too. That was a cool area. Yeah, the clock tower's always been Oracle's like headquarters. It's, gotcha. it's a really cool place. Yeah, because there's a really cool line later in it where it's like uh, where Barbara and um black canary are like outside on the balcony of the clock tower and she's was saying like birds always flew higher than bats or whatever yeah it's so, nice because like, like they are always down in the back cave and we're up in the sky right they're more of like an out in the open kind of team like mm-hmm. more like uh they, we, they work during the day they're not afraid to be seen yeah exactly yeah. Um, but they get word that this person who they blackmailed, uh, they they think that he's gonna like commit suicide he's left like a suicide note yeah which like and it happens like almost immediately after. Well, it's a. We'll find out later. It's a plant. That's what yeah. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I, I, the fact that they didn't kind of catch on to that. Well, that's true. But I mean, Black Barbara, I think, is a little more hesitant. But Black Canary, this is already something she was worried about. So yeah. I, so she immediately like throws on her coat and she's like, "No, this is our fault. Like, yeah. We I, like I got to go there myself. Yeah. Like we went too far with this guy. That's true. Um. So so the Black Canary, like all of her worst fears are happening, and she, even on the way there, like. 
Barbara's like, this isn't our fault. And she's like, yes, it is. Like, how could it not be? Yeah, like, if we wouldn't have done this, he wouldn't be in this position. Right. And so she drives out to the house, and the whole thing is a trap. Yeah. We'll find out, because this guy named Savant and uh, Creote. Yep. Yeah, they're both, like, wearing tank tops with, like, muscles, like, popping out. And um, they both have, like, very early 2000s ponytails. (laughs) Very, very. (laughs) Like, very diehard villain looking. (laughs) It looks very cheap. Yeah, they look like diehard villains. It's a good way to put it. It's like Charlie from the Lethal Weapon Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and so just to introduce everyone to Savant a little bit, we actually talked about him in our Suicide yeah, Squad book. Yeah, I was to say, if you listen to the Suicide Squad episode. But that was a terrible representation of this character. Yeah, it's nothing, nothing alike. Because that was like a rebooted, revamped version of Savant, which okay. I don't think they really got who this character was. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Because we get his backstory a little bit. He try he, um... He's like a very smart person, but he has like these mental learning uh, deficiencies where he has memory problems. Yeah, like he can't like keep hold of the timeline. Like he he it's kind yeah, of confusing. He, 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 he was well, he has memory problems, so okay. his short term memory is lo- is very like gotcha. So like that's why like later on when he has a grudge against Oracle, like that's all he thinks is like remember you hate Oracle, remember you hate Oracle. Yeah. He has this grudge that he's doing the same thing right now for Batman because he has a grudge against Batman because yeah. he tried to be a superhero at one point. Yeah, Batman shut him down. Right, and he was like beating up the supervillain and then Batman showed up and he's like, no, like you're you're on the wrong turf. You're doing this the wrong way. And mm-hmm. and uh, Savant's like, well, what am, what am I doing that's any different than what you're doing? Yep. And then Batman's like, I evacuated the civilians and we see that the fire burning, the supervillain like had lit the building on fire. Batman yep. went in and saved everyone first. Yeah, while you were beating these guys half to death, I saved all the people in the burn building right and he has a good line where he's like you're not morally capable of doing this job yeah like, exactly that's a good line like you gotta it's not just like fighting villains it's having a code yep he basically humiliates savant into not being a superhero anymore and savant's like all right fuck it i'll be a super villain then fuck you batman <laughs> right just flips it immediately <laughs> yeah so it's like batman kind of had a point it's like yeah you were about to flip any second anyway yeah so. exactly um he's kind of lucky that batman didn't just take him in right there so. yeah i don't know what he should have just smacked him in like yeah. get the hell out of here i think batman was hurt. just assuming like maybe his heart's in the right place i'm gonna shut him down now and he'll be fine yeah and plus he's probably like if i slap if i beat the shit out of this guy now he's just gonna have an even harder then he's definitely gonna be a super villain yeah then he's definitely gonna be a super villain <laughs> and come up against me like yeah. first thing uh, but Savant is able to capture Black Canary and they have her uh, handcuffed t- uh, to the bed. They're going to use her as leverage because mm-hmm. Savant's plan here is to get to Oracle. Mm-hmm. His goal is to get to Oracle because he wants to find out who Batman is because he's like so personally offended that he like he's like a troll online. He's like, tell me your address, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll, I'll come there right now. You want to fight me? Yeah, it's like a feud on Xbox Live. Right. <laughs> That's literally what this is. <laughs> um, so he's captured Black Canary because he wants to get to Oracle and be like, I- I'll give you Dinah back. You mm-hmm. just have to tell me who batman is and dinah's even on the phone with savant being like that's the one thing i'm not giving you yep yeah there's an interesting line because when well we'll wait till they finally get to that point um because this is a cool parallel too back to when we read that batwoman book because this is the conflict that came up in batwoman where director bones wanted kate to give him bat batman's secret identity yeah, yeah the only difference here is that barbara actually knows who batman is and mm-hmm. could probably prove it exactly um, so that's the big difference, whereas Oracle's like, you're not having that. That's, yeah. that's a big thing. That's a big <laughs> yep. no-no. The, that's literally the one thing I can't give you. Yeah, because uh, Savant's whole thing is he's like, a, his specialty is he's a blackmailer. Yeah, he, he that's what I, that, that's where his intelligence comes in, is because mm-hmm. he is like very good at gathering information and using it in the right ways. He's kind of like, he wants to be Oracle, he just doesn't have Oracle's resources or probably ingenuity. So since uh, or, Oracle is basically like, well, I can't give you this, like I gotta have get some other way to get Dinah out of there. So she calls up uh, Huntress, who I believe had been at the t- on the team up to this point, but she is like not on the team anymore. They had a fight or something. Yeah, it's, it's a little unclear. Because the way Barbara describes it is she's on probation, so that's the way they make it sound. Yeah. So um, th- like she's kind of part of the team, not really. They know each other, sometimes work together. So she calls up Huntress and like, listen, I have a job for you. Like, Dinah's in trouble. Like, we got to do this now. Mm-hmm. Um, and Huntress is like, well, I'm kind of in the middle of a thing, so they actually have to do Huntress's mission first. Yeah, it's a, this is a really cool sequence. Yeah, so we get like a co- really cool action sequence of her just like breaking her way into this building with Oracle's help now. Yep. Um. So that's a pretty good introduction because Huntress kind of plays by her own rules. She's a really fun character. Yeah, she was awesome in this. Mm-hmm. What ends up being the ace in the hole for Dinah, actually, because before Black Canary can, or before Huntress can even get there, um, the person who they were blackmailing, we find out, this, this that white-collar crime guy, Yeah, yeah. we find out that he wasn't really in on this plan, but he was being blackmailed himself. Yeah, Savan had like 
uh, kidnapped his wife and two kids and kind of locked them up and said, you know, you're going to help me get Black Canary, otherwise we're going to kill your family. Right, so the tr- the trail of blackmail just keeps going back and back and back. Like, yep. who knows what he did to blackmail, like, to get access to his family, Yeah, you like, know? he's clearly got, like, inf- information on a lot of people. Yeah, so he's been planning this for a while, because his, his plan was, like, blackmail this guy, capture his family, mm-hmm. you know, blackmail him for the white-collar crimes, get the birds of prey involved, then I get to Oracle, then I get to Batman. It's like, yeah. whoa, that's a plan. Yeah, it was well thought out. Yeah. Um, so this guy's kind of having like a change of heart because he's seeing like this like woman like you know just handcuffed like bleeding from the wrists. Like, yeah, trying she's to, like many broken bones, yeah. like hanging on to life. And he's like, is this even gonna work? Like, I don't even know if he's gonna let my family go. Yeah, like I don't want this woman like like dying over me. Right. Because like up till now, the worst thing he'd done is like tax fraud, but now he's like uh, <laughs> yeah. accessory to kidnapping, <laughs> maybe like, murder. Yeah. Way more than I signed up for. And so he's actually the ace in the hole. He's able to get her birds of prey communicator and sneaks it into her coffee. Yeah. And then he, even when he's giving it to her, he's like, drink it slowly. It's hot. And yeah. And then she's drinking it and she's like, oh, what the hell? It's like ice cold. Yeah. And but then... he, he's just like, drink it slowly so you don't swallow this. <laughs> yeah. Don't <laughs> swallow the communicator. And so uh, when they all leave, uh, Black Canary is able to get a hold of Oracle and let her know where she is. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when Huntress is able to break in and they actually are able to get free. Yeah. It's cool because Dinah actually does break free herself before Huntress even gets yeah, there, Yeah, in a too. badass way. She breaks the bone bones in her thumbs and slides them out. Yo, as first, well, first she uses oh, yeah, her she uses thumbnail the blood to as cut lu- her hand. Yeah, uses the blood as lubricant. Yeah, I, I wonder if this is like based on a real escape method or something. I'm sure it is, Because it seems yeah. very plausible because she uses her thumb to cut her hand, which makes her wrist bleed or her hand bleed. Yeah, which lub- the- lubricates the um handcuffs. the handcuffs so that way she can break her thumb and slide her hand out it's brutal but it works i'm pretty sure you could actually do that yeah so by the time savant comes back into the room she's free kicks his ass and handcuffs him to the door it's yeah. awesome because <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's i think kind of gail simone's like take on that she's like because gail simone i think probably designed this arc thinking i'm gonna have black canary get captured one more time but this time she's gonna be the badass yeah get herself out of it yep so uh, Huntress and Black Canary team up, uh, and you know it's cool because they're kind of like starting to like each other. Like, hey, like, like uh, Huntress is like, you're more brutal than I thought you were. I think I like you. It's like I, I didn't give you as much credit as I should have. Yeah. Um, and so they take down um, Savant and Creote. They have a funny line too because I think Creote might be bi because I think because they mentioned yeah. that uh, Black Canary calls out that he's in love with uh, Savant, and yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like, does Savant know you're in love with him? And he just kind of pauses, like dot dot dot, like I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. So so I. I th- I think Savant, because I think, because Creote later on in this run, I think, does uh, get romantically involved with um, one of the members of the Birds of Prey. I can't remember which one. Okay. Um, But, so I think he is bi, but I think he's definitely in love with Savant, because that comes into play several times in this arc as well. Okay. Because Savant, after this arc, he gets arrested, obviously, and thrown into Arkham. Mm -hmm. Both him and Creote get thrown into Arkham. Yep. And this is where things start to get really interesting, I think, because there's a bigger player on here on the board than Savant. Yeah, because we we're get, we're told that Savant is thrown into like the deepest hole of Arkham, mm-hmm. which Savant himself thinks is very strange because he hasn't really done anything rel- com- rel- compared to the people of Arkham. Yeah, he hasn't technically killed anyone. Yeah, yet. Yeah, because the, the, one of the guards even says like, you know, you're in uh, next door cell to Jervis Tetch, and he's killed hundreds of people. Like, yeah. I wonder what you did to get locked up in a hole so tight. Yep. And so Savant is thinking like, okay, there's someone I blackmailed who doesn't want me talking. Mm-hmm. So which, which is what makes things interesting. Um, and they actually have a really, uh, Gail has a really good description of Arkham, which I like, because I don't think I've seen this exact depiction of Arkham anywhere else. Yeah, it looks really cool. Where it's uh, like a tower almost, and all the cells are like in circles. It's like Dante's going, Inferno. Yeah, and Savant compares it to Dante's Inferno. Yeah, where he it's even like, mentions it. He's like, I bet you they designed it like this on purpose, so that way, like, the, not only can the guards look down on every cell at once, but it reminds you like you're in a pit of hell. Yeah, I don't know if he says a name specifically, but he has a line that's like, the person who built Arkham was even more mad than those who inhabited. He, he's uh, referring to Armadeus. Okay. That, that's, oh, gotcha. He had. He, I don't know if it was supernatural or if he just had mental issues but like he built like mazes and caverns and that was a oh, grant okay. morrison addition to the lore of course that was that was from the uh the grant morrison arkham the asylum, arkham asylum. Book. god yeah. i gotta read that still it's very good yeah i like it but it turns so we get a little bit more we find out who exactly has locked savant so down deep in this hole is uh this senator who we get who we think is Black Canary driving up to the senator's base. Yeah, did we mention about uh, what they do with the files after they uh, like subdue Savant? Well, I was going to bring that up uh, coming up with this because okay. this, this is why the senator because the senator is meeting with the birds of prey because he's nervous that 
they're the ones who just took down Savant, and Savant was probably blackmailing dozens of people all oh, at yeah. once. Like we saw, he had multiple irons in the fire. Mm-hmm. Um, so this senator is probably pretty concerned that Savant was blackmailing him. So whoever, like whatever happened to Savant, fi- Savant's files, the Birds of Prey must have it now. Yeah, yeah. And so he's just heard this name Oracle. Like that was one of the la- he says that one of the last things uh, Savant told me was that he was being hunted by this person named Oracle. Mm-hmm. So he knows about Oracle a little bit about the Birds of Prey, not really. Um, and so he. Uh, wants to arrange this meeting with Black Canary, but Black Canary is like fucked up at this point. Like she had broken both of her legs and her wrist. Yeah, she's wheelchair bound. So they actually have Huntress dress up as Black Canary to go to <laughs> this meeting because this guy's not going to know the difference. Mm-hmm. And she has a funny line too, where she's like, "I've never dressed this scampy trying to go up to a mission." And like at first, you don't know it's Huntress, so you think it's a weird line coming yeah, yeah. from Black Canary herself. Yeah, because like, going into it, you think it's actually Black Canary. And so it's like it's weird that Black Canary's ragging on her own costume, and then you find out it's Huntress just talking shit, right? <laughs> Which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah, it was good. Huntress always has a fun dynamic with the other members of the team because she's just like doesn't take any shit from anybody. Yeah, she's very different from the other two. Yeah, because even when she comes in to meet the senator, like they like uh, Barbara had told her, like just go in, don't raise a fuss, just find out what you can. And the first thing she does is go in and kick every bodyguard's ass. Yeah, well, good, well, the bodyguard comes up and he's like, "Oh, I gotta frisk you." Yeah, even though she's wearing fishnets. <laughs> yeah, so it's right. Like there's nothing there. Yeah, so of course he's taking his liberties, and then she like she, she like grabs him by the nose, and then like ch- starts choking him and takes his gun away from him. She's yeah. like, "Now ask nicely for your gun back." And the senator's like, "All right, yeah, I think you've safely emasculated him. That's enough." <laughs> yeah. And so the senator meets with her and. I guess he's hunting birds in his backyard because he's like... Yeah, he tries to make a big show of it. He's like, this will be symbolic. They'll yeah. think this is cool. Like, I'm going to feel so badass. Yeah, like, sometimes birds can get shot. Boom. Yeah, like, going to make this woman feel real weak. Yeah, so he um, he's telling her, like... and. Uh, it seems like a weak line of threatening here because it seems like they're holding all the cards. Because mm-hmm. he's like, listen, I'm going to have both of you arrested unless you give me those files back. And it's like, I, that doesn't seem like a very strong position. First of all, arrest us for what? Yeah. Second of all, we'll have you arrested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we have all the dirt on you. Like, we're holding all the cards. So yeah. he, he's very desperate at this point. Well, it's an, okay, it makes a weird dynamic here, though, because right now the only one who knows that uh, they have the files is Barbara because Barbara kept the files. No, I think he says that Savant had sent him a message at the last minutes. I don't know. Well, that- no, I'm saying Huntress and Black Canary are under the assumption that Barbara destroyed the files. Oh, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So they, they don't even have any, they don't think they don't even have anything to give him. Yeah. And so Huntress even says it or Black, quote unquote, Black Canary. She's like, well, like we don't even, or no, or does she play the the bluff? Well, she plays the bluff either oh, way. Oh, that's right. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think they're probably assuming that they don't have anything to give. Yeah, I think she has an inner dialogue that says, like, well, it's a good thing we destroyed those tapes mm-hmm. or whatever. So the senator's obviously really worried. He's pretty desperate about what they might say. Mm-hmm. Um, we get we cut back to Savant in Arkham, and he's really getting the business because the senator has paid off all the guards, at least to do with Savant. Yeah, yeah. Um, just so that way, because he's locked in a hole, not allowed to talk to anybody, no pen or paper even. Yeah, it's no- it's kind of funny because he's in his head he's like uh because he's getting just the crap kicked out of him he's like wow now i know why black canary resented me so much yeah and now i'm <laughs> locked up and getting the shit beat out of me yeah. yep um and so this guard's like listen like you you know what why you're locked up you know who i work for like you give us what you have on the senator and you can walk out of this place mm-hmm. um and savant's you know just taking a beating pretty well <laughs> yeah and they're even telling him like creo like asked about you every day like he he's gonna break before you do yeah yeah it's a really it's a shitty move so savant might even know like this guy's in love with oh me. i'm sure he does but i think i think he's manipulating i'm sure they him. have a lot of awkward car rides yeah but <laughs> savant's probably like i can use this too yeah yeah and he's actually uh even able to he takes a hint from black how black canary escaped because he saw how black canary escaped the handcuffs mm-hmm. and he does the same exact thing himself he's like i wonder if that works breaking your own thumb and just slipping your hand out yeah and that's what he does and he beats up the guard <laughs> yeah and the way he escapes is a little uh questionable but i, I went with it yeah he just does uh, the old oh i'll just put your clothes on <laughs> you think someone would notice the dead guard in the cell before he got out of there right or mm-hmm. the guy walking around with two broken thumbs yeah <laughs> <laughs> boy you got that's one ripped guard <laughs> right like i just slammed it in the door i never saw a guy that fucking huge <laughs> right uh but so he, yeah he's able to escape arkham and we see him on the loose uh meanwhile we have barbara and dinah back at the clock tower mm-hmm. and dinah's actually kind of upset with black canary which i thought was surprising because she's basically we we understand a little bit more of why later but she fires black canary because she says black Canary's like too impulsive and too compassionate yeah see this part kind of confused me because like i it was a lot of they what they tried to portray mostly, I feel like, was that 
you know, she was driven by emotion more and she was too compassionate and Barbara was worried about having her die, like, on her watch. Yeah, it's more that, like, she's putting her body on the line for other people, which is what you're supposed to do. But then in, like, the subtext, I feel like there's also her, like, her being concerned that, like, if with Savant and how Oracle, like, lied and said that she destroyed the tapes, but she still has That might be a decent read, She doesn't want uh, Black Canary to, like, get wrapped up in all this bullshit. That might be a decent read as well, yeah. Yeah. Um, But I think there might be part of it, too, where, like, you know, at this point in continuity, maybe there's just been so much, like, pain and death that she's just, like... But it's weird that it's come up now. You'd think that Black Canary has always acted this way. And, like, and they... and. Like you said, it wasn't too long ago since Black Canary had gotten kidnapped and beaten and whatever. But right. like, happened in the second time, and like Barbara's just another Bar- scare. Yeah, Barbara's seeing her in a wheelchair. Like, it's how many times up- are you gonna get lucky? Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, I didn't get lucky. Look what happened to me. Right. And Dinah brings up a, a pretty good point too, which kind of hits her hard too. It's like, well, when you got injured, did like people tried to take you off the board and get mm-hmm. you to stop helping too? But did that stop you? Yeah, like, exactly. Nothing's gonna stop me. Like and she even does like a handstand on her uh, yeah. wheelchair, which is pretty cool. Like her two legs and cast. <laughs> yeah, up she's in the like, air. look at I can kick ass with two casts. I don't give a <laughs> shit. Like I'm doing a handstand. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, because Black Canary is like an expert level martial artist. It's it's awesome, and she gets better and better as this run goes, which you'll see in the next arc because when Shiva gets involved. Well, at, at the end of this one too. Yeah. Yeah, it's really really cool. Yeah, because as they uh, when they fight about it, like uh, Barbara Barbara leaves. Uh, she's like, I'm gonna go out for lunch. Like, don't be here when I get back. Or I think she might even say like, if you're here when we get back, we'll talk about it again. But I need some space. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she goes out to eat. Uh, meanwhile, Dinah is like, she goes into like Rocky mode because <laughs> she's like, all right, calls up all her all her coaches. Right, because I think what. She the way Barbara presented the message, it was like I don't want you like getting hurt. But I think the way Dinah took the message is like she doesn't think I'm good enough. Yeah, exactly. So it's like I got I'm gonna get better. I'm I gonna got, I'm gonna, gotta gonna go show train in my wheelchair. I'm gonna be the best fucking superhero there is, and then I'm not. Then she can't worry because I'm the best. Yeah, exactly. Um, so she literally like fills out her schedule with training regiments. It's really cool because you don't normally see stuff like this, like mm-hmm. the, the preparation. Like she she meets with uh, Cassandra Kane who is in in at this point in the continuity serving as Batgirl. Yeah, and she'll be in the movie. Yep. Uh, she is the, just to give people a little bit of background uh, on Cass, because I think she is an awesome character. Uh, she was raised by uh, Lady Shiva, who is one of the most, one of the, probably the most prolific fighter in the DC universe. Um, she was raised to like, to be a weapon. She's so Cass is sort of like an X 23, like Damien kind of character where okay. she was raised only to be a killer. Gotcha. Um, to the point where she wasn't even taught how to speak. Like she only knew how to hear commands. Okay. So like Batman has to be the one who's to start teaching her how to learn like English gotcha. and like how to learn how to even communicate with people. <laughs> so, um, but she's, uh, Cass herself is like, because of her training is even an even better fighter than Batman. She's like right under Shiva. Yeah, that's badass. So she's insanely good, yeah. So okay. that's why Black Canary is being like using Cass. Like she's being trained by like a like a 13-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 Cass uh is training Black Canary as part of her training. Um and then she fills out the rest of the schedule with pretty much any contact she has. Like we look we see her schedule like she's training with Wildcat who's a member of the Ju- Justice Society, a, a okay. great friend of hers. Uh, who will show up later in this run, too. Jason Todd, I think. Uh, no, it was uh, Nightwing. Oh, yeah, Nightwing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so she's training with Dick Grayson, and Dick Grayson's like, we can train, but maybe not at the Watchtower, because me and Barbara just broke up. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, like, that might be awkward. Yeah, and Black Canary's like, oh, shit, I forgot. Totally forgot about that. <laughs> and uh, and also, she's training with, we don't meet, meet her in this run, but she's also training with Wonder Woman, and we see her on the schedule, too. Oh, that's right, yeah. So uh, I wish we could have got a scene of that, because that yeah, would have been really been, cool, too. That would have. Uh, but that's when things start to get bad again, because the senator starts making his moves, um, because now that the savant's out of jail, I think he ne- thinks he needs to step up the pressure more. Mm-hmm. So he sends Tails after um, Huntress, who he still thinks is Black Canary at this point. Yeah, they follow her straight. Once she leaves like the senator's compound or whatever, they tail her the whole way. Yeah, and there's a really... I love this scene where she's like on the bike, and she's like, they- they've been tailing me for hours. Like She's known the whole time. Yeah, it's like, what do you want me to do? Yeah, do, do, you, want me, do you want me to, to, to fight or run? And then... Or, or Black Canary, because Oracle's yeah, out Oracle's getting lunch. lunch. So yeah. Black Canary's basically serving as Oracle. She's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> and <laughs> and Huntress is like, all right, well, then I'm fighting. Yeah. <laughs> and so she turns the bike around in an alley, which is just badass, and throws a trash can at the car <laughs> yeah, it's sick. with one hand while she's driving and throws the trash can at the car so it crashes. And she's like, I know you're following me, you dicks. Yeah. <laughs> Go find a hobby. Yeah. And uh, they keep tailing her even after the crash. And Black Canary is like, all right, I have an idea. Like, lead him to this address. Can you lead him over here? And she's like, all right, I guess. Yeah. And so uh, Huntress drives by the 
it leads him past the clock tower because a black canary goes out on her wheelchair <laughs> and gives us the first time we see it in the run a, a good yep. old scree. Yeah, because the whole time she's been complaining that like her throat's like been messed up and sore or whatever. So now we get the first one and it just obliterates the starting car. to get her powers back. Yeah, yep. and so she just obliterates the car with the canary cry, and it's which is just a great because uh, it's the first time she's used it. So it's like, it's like hell yeah, yeah, it's, like, awesome. it's about time. Yeah. Yep. And uh, meanwhile, Oracle's getting lunch. She has like she has like a good interaction with this waitress who uh, she's an- initially snarky with, but then the yeah. waitress kind of like talks to her about like you know the, the struggle she's had raising her daughter. I know. At first, I was like, "Wow, this waitress is a dick." She like tries to like set her up with like her her brother, who's yeah, like, that's the a, chef. Yeah, that's a little bit of a weird like I don't know. Maybe leave the weird flirty tip for the end of the meal, so yeah. you don't make them uncomfortable the whole time they're there. Exactly. <laughs> they're just gonna be sitting there like thinking you're staring at them. Yeah. Um. But she has a good interaction with this waitress who kind of makes her like realize like maybe i like, shouldn't be shitty to dinah because she has like a line where it's like you know you can't just let these like meaningful relationships in your life just like go away because you don't know if you're gonna find another one yeah exactly and so uh oracle goes back and she's like i'm uh, basically to apologize to black canary and black canary's like no it was me the whole time yeah and they, and they both hug when she pulls up like right after like black canary does her badass like scree to stop the car from huntress and like and then they have their moment like right, right after and part of it's probably to oracle being like oh maybe she's fine <laughs> like, yeah just <laughs> stopped a car in a week Wheelchair. Yeah, she was just Oracle and Black Canary at the same time and did fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, so they're on top of the clock tower, and uh, Oracle says, like, oh, I think I might make Huntress a permanent part of the team. Like, she kind of kicks ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like, oh, I don't know. I mean, she doesn't really follow orders or anything. And then Oracle's like, well, sometimes you got to get over the little things. Mm-hmm. And so it's a good, it sets us up for the next arc where they're like, well, the senator's still out there. Savant is free now. Yep. Um, so what are we going to do? We, we skipped over that. Savant calls him to talk. Yeah, there's him. a really cool moment with uh, Barbara and Savant. Because, yeah, Savant calls calls him up and she's like hey everyone and they're like oh what are you calling us from jail and he's like no from a a 7-eleven like i'm free and uh, black canary has a good line where it's like you picked like the worst arch enemy that you could have picked because like as he's talking like oracle turns the security camera of the 7-eleven towards his face it's like we'll be able to find you no matter where you are yeah and he just like freaks out and like drops the phone and runs that's a great line (laughs) it's like you picked a bad arch villain yeah it's awesome um so that sets us up for the next arc the next arc's going to be a lot of a lot of lady shiva yeah, that's which, what it seemed which is, like. I'm really excited. A lot of Black Canary stuff. Okay. So I'm I'm really excited for for us to dig into this because this is one of my favorite runs of all time. I would say. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, legitimately. Like this Damn. is this is really really good stuff, hmm. especially as it goes on because it gets like more and more of like a kung fu comic as this goes on. Oh too. nice. So it's really cool. Like I think one of the arcs. I don't know if we'll get far enough to get to it, but one of the arcs is just like Black Canary assembling like a kung fu team oh, to, to meet this kung fu challenge. What? It's amazing. It's really cool. <laughs> Enter and, like, the Wu. Yeah, and like some of the best <laughs> fighters in the DC universe come to like help her. Like uh, it's it's amazing. Damn. Hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that was the first arc of Birds of Prey. Next week, we're going to be reading the one that comes right after this called Sensei and Student. Okay. And uh, But after, but before we do that, before we end this episode, we do have to a special little treat here because oh, yeah. we, we're not able to talk about the Birds of Prey movie yet because obviously it's not out yet. Yeah. So what we, But there is one other Birds of Prey uh, adaptation we can Which talk about. I was never aware of until now. <laughs> nope, it does exist. If you want to watch it, it's on DC Universe. Yeah. It's, there was a Birds of Prey show on, I don't. I think it was on Fox. It was on some kind of network it was TV. It network, yeah. Uh, back in the day, and it only lasted one season because it is bad. It's bad. It's really bad. <laughs> it's, it's basically like... Uh, what is it? The OC, but with like uh, some random superheroes. Oh yeah, no, it's, it's so bad. Okay, so let's just get into it because this is this is a treat. Like watching this was something else. Yeah, first off, the best way to start out, it was like just at that cusp before TV switched to HD. Yeah, so it's just 480p and 480p all the way through. Oh god. <laughs> Uh, we started, and they made some weird changes to the Birds of Prey. Pretty much the only character in this who is what we expect <laughs> was Barbara is, Gordon, and she's actually great. She's great, yeah. Like pretty much consistently through, the actress who plays her is good. The mm-hmm. a, the take on the character is good. It's straight out of the pages. Oh yeah, it's really well even done. in the flashbacks. The Batgirl suit is good. Yeah, it's re- and it's cool. They kind of do like a Sin City where it's all black and white, but then her like gold bat symbol is like highlighted. Yep. It's it, awesome. It doesn't look bad. Yeah. Um, the other members of the Birds of Prey, though, I have less good things to say. <laughs> yeah. about. It's some interesting creative choices. Let's let's talk about this version of the Huntress. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> if you can call it the Huntress, it's basically just Cat Girl. Yeah, it's apparently it's the daughter of Bruce Wayne and Catwoman. Yep. And we can just say this: Bruce Wayne exists in this universe, but, but he is he mysteriously absent. He literally just fucked off. Yep. They don't explain what happened. To him. He's, <laughs> nope. He's not dead. <laughs> no. He's alive. He, but at this point in the in like the timeline, he would be like old man. I guess. Although but, no, because like because Huntress isn't that old. No. So like. Yeah, he'd probably be like middle-aged Batman. He'd be like 40s Batman. Yeah. That'd be fine. Yeah. 
So I don't understand because Catwoman is killed. Yeah, she's dead. She got straight up fridged. Like this, this show kind of disgustingly writes uh, <laughs> the the relationship between Batman and the Joker and Catwoman. Yep. Because the Joker, like, it's basically just like, oh, I'm gonna kill all the women in his life, which is just an ugly take. <laughs> yeah. Um, because he, we get the backstory of Joker went and killed Catwoman, mm-hmm. which is uh, this version of Helena's mom. Yep. And not only that, but she, uh, he also shot Barbara, the Killing Joke origin, yeah, to yeah. get to put her in a wheelchair. <laughs> which okay. It- this it, is so bizarre. Interesting thing. They so the guy who's cast as Joker, some random dude, but then they had Mark Hamill dub over like three lines as the Joker, but yeah, like not do, playing it in live action. And he does the Joker laugh, like the Mark Hamill Joker laugh too. Yeah, but like, but he apparently he wasn't good enough to play it like physically. I think what I'm guessing and what I have to assume happened here is they just plucked lines from the animated series and put them in. You here. think they they didn't even have him come in to no. f- record new no, lines? No, I, I doubt it. I bet those are hand plucked wow. out of the cartoon. Because yeah, if it was five. And they own Warner Brothers, so then yeah, I don't think it would have been hard to get. No, yeah, yeah holy and, shit! And it sounds like they were plucked right out. Like they don't sound in context. No, it sounds bad. Yeah, like ugh. and then the best part is apparently Joker in this universe is Emperor Palpatine because oh, yeah. he straight up shoots lightning out of his hands. Yeah, we see him. At- we see him defeating Batman, and he shoots lightning at him. <laughs> and like I'm gonna assume it was like a, a like a za- uh, handshake. That's zapper. not clearly. Wasn't yeah. clearly stated. Nope. It, it looked like Palpatine. So this version of the, of so Catwoman gets killed by the Joker. This version of Catwoman, the like her daughter, has cat powers. Yeah, they. Uh, we only watched the first two episodes, and in two episodes, three times they have a de- designated close-up shot of just her eye that just morphs from a normal eye into a cat eye. Yeah. So toss a coin to your Catwoman. <laughs> yeah, it's so <laughs> cheesy. And like this is like 2001, so it looks so bad. It's really bad. And then not only that, but when she's fighting, she'll make like cat growls. Oh yeah, straight up like 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 tiger leopard. tiger dot mp3. Yeah. Oh my god. It's and uh, I mean we have to assume she's making those noises. Oh yeah, it's not part of the music. Or no, anything. it's oh man. So she makes tiger growls while she fights, and she can like jump from rooftop to rooftop yep. and climb walls. <laughs> like it's it's. I mean, it's gonna make for some interesting fights. I mean, I guess if they can keep up with the like the effects. But then nothing worse than their version of Dinah oh god who's not I don't know why they didn't just make it Black Canary they they clearly don't have an understanding of who Black Canary is because this version this version is just like a, a an involuntary psychic yeah it's a runaway like high school girl and it, okay, it starts out with her getting on a bus to like the big city with Jesse from Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah Jesse Pinkman shows up. <laughs> this was like Jesse bef- or uh, Aaron Paul before Breaking Bad. This yeah. is like his one role. <laughs> so he just gets the shit kicked out of. So him like because his, his first scene, it's like you know like nineties nine zero two one zero music. And he's like, want to <laughs> share music? Yeah, straight up. Uh, I can't. I'm just blanking on the band, but whatever band does Wonderwall, they have a song in this. It's all just cheesy, like two early two thousands, late nineties, like uh, like girl rock. Oh, it's so bad. So once Black Canary saved, like she's part of the team, even though I don't know what she's adding. Yeah, straight up, whenever she like touches people, she sees like their greatest fear. It's or weird. their memories. Or yeah, she's almost like a rogue. She's or... almost like Dan. No, she's more like Danielle Moonstar from the New Mutants. Where, okay, because her mutant power in the X Men is she gets people to see their darkest fears or oh, their, or their okay. greatest desires. Gotcha. And like manifest them. So, or it's more. I guess it's more like a like a Charles Xavier thing. Okay, where it's like she just like goes into their minds and sees. It's who cares? It's I'm, so bad. It's, I don't. I, yeah, I don't. I'm uh, not even. We're interested. already trying way too hard. I'm not even interested because she 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 has no sonic cry at all. Nope. The only thing she has in common with Black Canary is she's blonde and her name is Dinah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, her last name's not the same. They haven't mentioned anything about Black, a Black Canary or anything. And, and she uses her psychic powers to throw these like frisbee discs. Oh no, she doesn't use her powers for that. She just oh, is it part it, of the technology? She throws it like a frisbee. Oh, using the psychic powers would have been cooler. Yeah, it would have been. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she just throws these frisbees. Who like? There's at least three times where she almost kills Alfred. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Al- for Seinfeld fans, uh, Mister the guy who played Mister Pitt plays Alfred in this, and he looks adorable. He's actually great. This is a good he actually Alfred. Is this is a very good Alfred? He's basically just like the. And he just brings like the breakfast and like gives like little pet Right, that's talks. exactly what Alfred is. Yeah. I know. It's so awesome. it's like he's coming in, like he's like even doing the dishes for him. It's right? like, come it's on, like, help that poor old man. Well, out. why is he doing the dishes? You're telling me Wayne Manor can't afford a, a dishwasher? A dishwasher? Like, <laughs> I come don't know. On. This isn't the 80s. Maybe he likes it. I don't know. Yeah, it's something to do. I want to be like his Batman's not around. He needs company. I'm sure he needs to kill time. Because there's a couple times where he even asks uh, Huntress to, like, come live in the manor. He's like, this is your birthright. Come live here. Yeah. He's like, I'm lonely, please. Yeah, like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> like, all right, well, can I live in the clock tower? I guess, but you have to do the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. Gonna be our bitch. 
<laughs> the first time we see Black Canary's powers, it, it, it's supposed to be dramatic, but it, this part it, it made me laugh out loud. This, I seriously like died. <laughs> this was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Because the first time she uses her power, she uses it by accident on this guy across the street. Yeah, and this guy across the street is just sitting there reading the paper, and Black Canary uses her powers on him, and he just starts flipping out and like spinning around in circles. Oh no, no, that wasn't Dinah that did that. It was like it was the guy sitting oh, next right. to him. So like some guy sitting next to him. Like we don't know what's happening, but something starts happening to him. Uh, I, I think it ends up he was drugged. Or... I, I thought it for sure it was Dinah using her powers on no, him and no, it went no. wrong. She was just there at that moment. But either way, like he just starts flipping out and spinning in circles and like runs into traffic. Yeah, runs into the middle of the street, gets nailed by a truck. First yeah. off, his body would have been jelly. Because it comes out of nowhere, so like that whole sequence. So I'm just like <laughs> yeah, laughing. Just like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> just gets nailed. So I'm just laughing my ass off like, what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> so then she runs out and then as soon as she touches him... She like goes into his head. It's in black and white. Like she sees a bunch of like spiders and like a bunch so of random stuff. This is her stuff. power. Yeah. I don't, it's weird. I don't get it. Several times in this series, too, Huntress visits a psychiatrist who is Har- Doctor Harleen Quinzel. Yeah. So <laughs> who is played by uh, uh, the girlfriend from uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off? And uh, she's not bad. Yeah, it's actually a pretty pretty decent, good Harley Quinn. Well yeah. done character. She's not in like makeup or anything or in costume, but no. it's Harley Quinn if Harley Quinn was like also trying to keep her identity as a psychiatrist. Exactly. It's like if Harley Quinn never met Joker, but, that's but a, still that, became a villain. That's a pretty cool take, honestly. Oh, yeah, I, I, I like it a lot because like her being a fake psychiatrist as a villain, that's pretty evil. It's I a like good that. front. Like great like, front. Just, like like manipulating people like as their therapist. Like that's that's some twisted shit. And like it's a great place to recruit. Like yeah. you bring in all these criminally oh, insane man, that, people. That, that's twisted as shit. I, I like that's it. That's a great. That's a great villain yeah. idea. Although there is a really bad scene where she's trying to blackmail someone in prison. <laughs> yeah, and the, he's just standing up in the cell, and she does like a terrible looking roundhouse kick to him. In no, the head. this dude uh, <laughs> literally is like half brain dead. Oh yeah, he's one of the people who got attacked. Yeah, yeah. And so he's like brain dead, like basically like Hannibal Lecter in a straitjacket, and she just roundhouse kicks him For across no the face. <laughs> <laughs> And they thought that scene looked so good that now it's like how she appears in the in the opening credit opening, sequence. Yeah, the credit scroll. So it's like Harley Quinn roundhouse kick <laughs> to a defenseless man. <laughs> oh god. Uh, we we actually watched two episodes of this yeah. just to get a little bit of a background because the second episode, the villain of that episode is uh, basically a, like a DC version of Hydro Man. Yeah, it's Water Man. Yeah, so he can like transfer through. It's, it's literally Hydro Man. So like, just imagine <laughs> uh, all those rules. The effects of it is so cheesy. Yeah, because the way he kills people is he drowns them. Yeah, straight up. He like extends his hands out, starts shooting water out of his hands just directly into their mouth while the person's just like standing shaking. there shaking like, yeah. oh, there's nothing I can do. It looks awful. It looks so dumb. And so Huntress and the Hydro Man like do battle like in a pool. Yeah. Like she like met there to talk with this like sexy cop who she's hitting on. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> for people. Um, um, if any woman's listening that you will know who it is. It's uh, the hot uh, black cop from uh, S- it's either SVU or. Um, oh, he's like a CSI. He's actor? a super famous. Actor. Okay. Like oh, okay. he's, I didn't he's known him. as like that one hot black cop from CSI. From that show. Yeah, okay. that, no, it's not CSI. It's, it's either SVU or uh, Crim- NCIS, no, Criminal maybe? Minds. Oh, Criminal okay. Minds. He's from Criminal Minds. Okay. Yeah. He's like he's super famous now. Okay, so yeah, so they kind of because they're even because their way to like beat uh, the Hydro Man is they're gonna try to steam him out. Yeah, Barbara tells her to like use a fire extinguisher. Yep, and so, it like the temperature change like makes him like go back to a like human form. So they are like gonna wait for the steam to rise in this building. So they have to lock themselves in the steam room. <laughs> <laughs> so they're literally he's shirtless. She's like in a bra, and they're just, and we like, get like close ups of his back as he's like getting off the ground. It's like Ugh. yeah, and, and Huntress is like oh my. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> yeah, so they're getting hot and bothered in more yeah. ways than one. So uh, once the steam is is a high enough level, Helena goes to fight Puddle Boy. I forgot his name, but he's just going to be Puddle Boy. I'd call him Waterman. <laughs> Waterman, Water Man, Puddle Boy. I think I like Puddle Boy. <laughs> I mean, he, he was a little old to be boy, but. Yeah. That Puddle Dude? <laughs> puddle Bro. So they, basically they end up boiling Puddle Lad because... Uh, that they, puddle lad I like. <laughs> um, so he, he becomes steam, which I guess is the one thing he can't recover from, even <laughs> though you'd think that would just be another form no, of water. No, she straight up uses a uh, flamethrower. Oh, yeah. Apparently fire is Waterman's weakness, which not, seems like it'd be the opposite. Yeah, I don't understand. It makes zero sense. Pokemon rules like look down on. Oh, that. and because Black Canary has to be involved at the last second, she shows up and starts throwing frisbees. Yeah, throwing <laughs> throwing Batgirl frisbees like it it makes no and sense. And she's grounded. She wasn't allowed to show up there. Yeah, Ooh, she's in big trouble. It's the most like freaking soap opera moment ever. <laughs> so that's that's the that's the end of the conflict. Oh, so we're we're here with our team. We got our our. our uh, 
hit squad of of badass baddies. Like I just don't understand how Dinah is going to fit in this at all without making it without making her like progression super unrealistic. Why not just make her Black Canary? I know. So much cooler. Because, like, she has no fighting experience at all. No. Like, how are they going to fit her into these, I like, I don't think situations? they knew who Black Canary was. They just looked up a picture. Like, the only thing I can think of is that they needed some kind of, like, high school age girl to draw that demographic. You can have a martial artist with, the, like, screaming abilities. Exactly. Or- you could have a teenage girl be a super good martial artist. Like, it's oh god it's an it's annoying how many more are we gonna watch of this oh i don't know we'll see how many we get because it's another episode of the show and we'll then probably the watch like another two maybe oh uh, yeah we'll yeah. give it another we're two not gonna these. finish this piece of shit no 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 oh man so yeah that was the birds of prey show it yep. was uh it's something yeah and you know what watching this has given me a new excitement for the, the movie, movie. Oh, because yeah. at least the movie will have some kind of accurate maybe not of Cass, because that's the one everyone's yeah, upset yeah, about you're complaining about but, that but black canary and huntress seem spot on so like that's perfect yeah it looks awesome because uh, even in the trailer, we see Black Canary using martial arts and the Canary Cry. So I'm like, perfect. Yeah, that's all e- I want. Exactly. Great start. And and Gail Simone herself has like spoken like really highly of this cast in the movie too. Really? Yeah. And so she has she seen some of it. Yeah, she, she's. I think she's seen the movie. Did she like do any? Uh, what's it called? Writing. Like, kind of, not writing, but kind of like give them notes or kind of work with the writers. Maybe I know she like visited the set and met the the cast. I yeah, don't, yeah. I don't know how much. I mean, she was an influence just by writing the book. It's yeah, all based they on. used her like source material. Oh, clearly, yeah. 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 So, uh, it's, so it's just cool how like you know because like like she like we talked about at the beginning of this like she if it weren't for Gail Simone like I don't even know if Black Canary would still be a popular or used character. Maybe. Yeah, and unless maybe someone down the line would have given her that revival run, but who knows if that would have ever happened? Yeah, exactly. Black Canary's been around since forever and was not a popular character. Mm-hmm. Like birds, like she, like like we talked about, Birds of Prey was about to be canceled. So yeah, the, I mean, the first exposure I ever got to Black Canary was back when I like played Injustice. Like yeah. I had never heard of her besides that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, Black Canary like being an Injustice would never have happened. Yeah, that's crazy. All right, but yeah, that'll bring us to the end of the show. One thing I wanted to call out here at the end, too, is um, we have the next few episodes planned out pretty well. Uh, the next two episodes, we're going to do Birds of Prey, and then like we talked about after that, we're going to do a Lock and Key series. Well, it'll be two more weeks uh, of uh, Birds and Prey, Prey after yeah. this, and then three probably Lock and Key episodes. Yeah. Um, and then after that, we get, we're get we pretty open. So if, if you want to leave a request, we do have a Patreon over at patreon.com slash agents of comic book. Um, you can sign up at the $1 level if you just want to support us. That'll also get you a link to our Discord server. So if you want to just like hang out with us, mm-hmm. uh, play games with us, uh, leave us suggestions. That's where that's all done. We we talk about comics. And and uh, la- the last thing we posted in the Discord, we were talking about a Mountain Dew uh, Dorito pie oh, God, that yeah. we found online. It looks like a Key Lime Mountain Dew nightmare. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> so all the gamers out there, we found a new snack for you. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, that'll bring us to the end. And if you want to leave a request um, at the $5 level, that'll let you actually pick an episode. That's what I wanted to get to here mm-hmm. is you can choose what book we read and the movie we talk about that week. So yep. um, you can design. And I think I added to it. The, if you want to join at the $10 level, you can design a series. Oh, nice. Like if you up, up to three episodes like we're doing right like now. A lot for of Birds stuff of you want to cover. Yeah. Like if you want us to like dig into a book, like mm-hmm. if you want to be like, oh, I like one arc's not enough. Like you really got to dig into this book to appreciate it. Like yeah, there's, there's, some, there's some books that are like that. Yeah, exactly. So it, like if you want to leave a request like that, like we will dig into it. Like we'll do a three part series on whatever you want. Like if you want to support us, like we're all we're there for like if you're supporting us, we're going to read the books you want us to read. Oh, yeah. Like, definitely. What else are we going to do? Yep. Um, but at the same time, if you want to leave just a suggestion, we might just like, it might just be something you reminded us of that we want to do. Yeah, exactly. So maybe you'll just get one in for free by doing that. Yep. <laughs> just like nudge me like, Hey, didn't you say you may like swamp thing? I'll be like, fuck, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Never know. Yeah. So worm its way in. Right. Exactly. So if you want to join the discord, we'll, we'll, uh, talk about it there. Um, Otherwise, that'll bring us to the end. We're going to be doing some more Birds of Prey next week. Uh, less excited to talk about the show, but when, <laughs> the mo- when the movie comes out, that'll be cool. Maybe Dinah will be throwing like ninja stars at that point. <laughs> Maybe yeah. she'll she'll upgrade as to, after she becomes ungrounded. Yeah, apparently. Uh, but that'll that'll be uh, join us next week. We'll be reading more comics. Oh yeah, there's pictures in those books, and we're going to look at them. See you later.